it's Tuesday Boosday. Tuesday Boosday! And the tasting room is open! It's the best day of the week you get to drink gin on a Tuesday. And we're not drinking it alone. We've got me, haha, <laughs> Anya. Hello. And we've got Emma. Yay! And we've got our guest. Oh, it's all very exciting. So all of us in the room with the gin, Emma will be able to tell us all and we will taste it. Yay! <laughs> Hurry up and let me pour my drink. Welcome to Gin Topic, Charles. Nice to see you. Thanks for having me, Sarah and team. Thank you very much. <laughs> and we're in the tasting room. We have Anya. Hello. Obviously. <laughs> and we have Emma. Hi. And this week we are tasting pangolin gin. Um, and I have to confess that obviously Charles didn't choose this gin. <laughs> Instead, I bullied Charles to come on this podcast <laughs> because I found the gin, knew what Charles did and wanted to drink it whilst talking about his topic. Mm -hmm. So we're drinking pangolin gin because we're talking pangolins with Charles mm. uh, later in our main series. So pangolin gin. Emma. Hello. Can you tell us, actually, before you tell us about it, Charles, is it all right that I bullied you on straight pangolin gin? <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, kind of. You, you know, I think, yeah, that was a little bit. But I think you gave me an option of drinking another gin or the pangolin gin, and I chose pangolin gin. Yeah. Oh, good, so, good. Yeah. I'm glad I gave you the yeah. potential. I mean, I would have cried, and I would have been really disappointed if you'd chosen something else. I would always say pangolin gin. Anything pangolin, my go. <laughs> Excellent. Well, because I was talking to Anya, and I suddenly said I can't remember if I've even asked Charles if he drinks gin I was just desperate <laughs> that's something that crossed my mind as well while we're chatting about it now because I don't think you know I, I should be a gin drinker but obviously I said yes and now I have to drink the gin I'm like what if I actually didn't drink gin what if I was saying yes to give it to my friends you know <laughs> I'm in big trouble now <laughs> We have had guests on in the past who aren't fans of gin and we've, we've got it around it every other time as well. There's a gin for everybody. Yeah, we've changed some minds. Um, yeah, others we have. have decided after sipping it that it's still not for them, but that's okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and I'm just, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad we've got pangolins. I'm glad we've got you on. And Emma, what yes. can you tell us about pangolin gin? So obviously it is very, very closely linked with the topic that you're going to be talking about because it is inspired by South Africa and the plight of the pangolins. Um, so they actually donate uh, to pangolin conservation for every bottle sold, which is awesome. A bit like elephant gin does with their elephants, oh. parities. Um, oh, we forgot that one. We were talking about solace um, gin, which give some of their profits to cancer research, yeah. I think it was, and hedge pig to hedgehogs. And I completely forgot about the elephants. Yeah, there's quite a few yeah. of them around. We had that one on as well. It's nice to think, you know, you're drinking a nice gin and also contributing to a great cause. Um, but yeah, Chris, the founder, went over to South Africa, got inspired by the story. Um, I will leave all of that to Charles, tell you more about pangolins, I guess, later. Um, but yeah, the gin was launched in 2020, which oh, is it's quite, new. quite a thing. Wow, yeah. new, new. But new, new, and also 2020. <laughs> Fun. Um, I guess the thing is, by the yes. time, it, it's quite 
takes a lot of time to craft and create a gin brand. So yeah. Chris was already probably quite far down the line by the time the pandemic hit. So you may as well mm. if you're that, you know, far Just down. Just launch it. And you know what? I think yeah. really did the pandemic stop people from drinking? Because if anything, I did more <laughs> drinking. I think we yeah. did more drinking in our houses, obviously, but it did affect, yeah. um, obviously, it's drinking true. in bars didn't really happen as much. Yeah. So your your on-trade um, yeah, sales true. weren't as good, but your off-trade boomed. Um, mm. And people also got into making cocktails at home, which was lovely. Mm. Yeah. Um, lots of yeah. people wanting to learn and, and, and try things for themselves. Um, but yeah, so launched in 2020. There are three now. So there's the original, the pink citrus and the navy. And that is the one we've got, because if we're going to get one, oh. might as well get Navy Strength. <laughs> okay. Well, great. <laughs> we've got a little gunpowder gin. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a little bit stronger than usual. Uh, the original um, and the Navy are the same, basically. They just uh, bottle them at different strengths. And the reason why I got that, Emma, was because I remembered you saying that the Navy Strength made all the botanicals not not stronger, not so much that you taste the alcohol strength, yeah. but more that the botanicals were, were more clear. It's the intensity it it, of them as well. Yeah. And actually, it's interesting when you get a gin and a navy that are basically the same botanical makeup, but with different dilutions um, and different strengths. You can try the two side by side and you can actually try to pick out the differences that the uh-huh. alcohol and the ABV makes on uh, the two recipes so basically because um, you know botanicals we're, we're extracting the oils from all of these fruits and herbs and spices and they're all soluble in alcohol so as soon as you add water some of them start to come out of solution so yeah two yeah. probably quite different uh, products uh, there's quite a few gins out there that do this so but it's really interesting I think anyway my science geek hat on to, uh, to yeah have a, have that might be next time get them both <laughs> Test yeah. them and then fall over. For now, am I allowed to start sipping this? I know I have yeah, to do it neat first and be a proper gin tester and do all of those things, but I'm going <laughs> to sip it straight from the bottle because <laughs> I don't have my tasting glass with me. Okay. I'm pouring mine fine. in my glass so I can get my Ooh. nose in. Oh, yeah. it's a- uh, So it's a London Dry. It's a classic gin. Mm-hmm. And what they do is they take quite classic botanicals and then they add um, botanicals from the pangolins habitat in South Africa on top of that. Ooh, so we've got not ju- oils from the pangolins. Ooh, what are the botanicals from the pangolin habitat? So you've got juniper, angelica, and coriander as your your gin Holy base, Trinity. and then on top of that, yes, well done. Uh, you've got the orris, citrus peels. You've got lemon, orange, yeah. and grapefruit, which is pretty cool. As soon cool. as you said cit- cit- citrus peels, I could feel yeah. it in the gin. Right, I was it's just so drinking it at the same time. Yeah. Tickles yeah. your tongues, nice. Uh, cardamom's in there as well, but not too much because we know Ooh. that I'm quite sensitive to cardamom. But actually, I think it's well balanced and well incorporated in the recipe. Ooh. And then those South African botanicals, you've got baobab, honeybush, rooibos, and finbos. There's rooibos in here. Oh. Yeah. No way. Pretty cool, right? <laughs> That's amazing. So there's a, f- there's a few other gins that I know with baobab in it. So I think uh, most famously, Whitley Neal was one of the first to use that as a botanical Finboss, there are Finboss gins. Um, it's a Which very... we've had before. And exactly. we had, and they can be quite intense. Yeah. Quite overpowering. Well, they're just such a diverse species, aren't they, as well? Yeah, Finboss. yeah. So, um, but yeah, Honeyboss and Rooibos, really cool. <laughs> mm, this um, is delightful. But this is really, really nice to drink. Very sippable for a navy strength. I mean, it smacks you in the mouth. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah. there's a ton of citrus, but it's lovely. <laughs> But what doesn't smack you in the mouth is the ABV and the alcohol, actually. It's very smooth. It's smacking me in the mouth enough that I'm enjoying it, but it is still smooth. (laughs) Yeah, so you've got lots of grapefruit on the nose, lots Mm. of citrus. 
a bit of earthiness so that might be coming from the robots mm. maybe and the oris and the angelica in there yeah. Um, yeah, it's got a bit of a woody. Is it? Is that right? Mm. Yeah. Kind of like wood chip. So angelica roots and angelica and things like that will add to that kind of rooty mm. aspect. But I wonder mm. if it's also being complemented and amplified by the rooibos. Mm. I'm gonna chuck mine in with some ice, half a frozen easy peeler, and a little bit of tonic because I'm classy that way. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think orange is quite a natural garnish for it, to be honest. So you're, you're ahead of the game. It's almost like I knew it, it was totally planned and not just what I had left in my freezer. I mean, I half a frozen easy peeler, mm, but it's orange. That's, so look, look. always a go-to gin. I'm on a budget here, okay. <laughs> Well, I feel I have to now dilute it because otherwise, as it's navy strength, if I'm drinking a little too much, that's um, just gone then all there's no hope. over me. <gasps> oh, no. No. <laughs> it's only the tonic though, right? Not the gin. Yeah, it's only the tonic. It's fine. Don't worry. I'm not wasting gin. I'm just a little bit soaked. <laughs> that's fine. So to taste in the middle, you've got, you know, your juniper is in there. It's definitely a ginny gin, which is great. Um, there's some sort of kind of nutty roasted element in there that's quite nice and nice peppery finish which of course is amplified by the slightly higher abv as well tingly on your tongue okay mm, yeah but adding a bit of dilution is probably going to open up those citrus notes i think even further mm. oh the ones yeah that come out of solution first yeah nice oh that is good that's a good gin <laughs> well done the pangolins because i'm going to give them all the credit here but no pangolin was hurt in creating the gin it's <laughs> no. not squeezed out of a pangolin that's very important information to say I think. <laughs> <laughs> no endangered species. <laughs> oh, that is lovely. Um, it's made, it's, as I say, it's a, it's a London dry style. They actually vapour infuse most of their botanicals from what I can tell. So they put all the botanicals in the vapour column before mm. heating up the alcohol and running through it. Um, so you'll get maybe some of the lighter, brighter, fresher mm. notes yeah. from it. You, you lose some of that woodiness once you've diluted it. Yeah. The citrus comes alive, doesn't it? Oh. Yeah. And yeah, as for drinking, I would say G&T with a wedge, you know, wedge of orange, slice of orange or half a frozen easy peeler. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> you could do a double garnish with that and maybe put some herbs in there. I don't know. Uh, maybe basil or rosemary. Or a little bit of grapefruit. We or know you're up in the grapefruit at the moment. I love grapefruit. I've, yeah. I've got some Italian seasoning in the cupboard, if that could work in it. <laughs> I mean, never say never. Uh, what if we were... Would we cocktail it or is this just a good G&T gin? I mean, I think because it's navy mm. strength, um, you need to be a little bit careful with what you're mixing it in. So a dry martini is probably going to blow your face off. It will be delicious <sighs> yeah, though. Too That's much. the thing. It will yeah. be really tasty. Is it too much? Because I would totally drink that. <laughs> I mean, you drink it, you'd be happy and then you'd fall on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Look. If it's a Friday night. Depends what kind of night you're looking for. Exactly. <laughs> Extreme situations. Um, but I am going to mention your favourite cocktail with this one, I think, Sarah. I think this would be mm -hmm. lovely in a Negroni. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> so, Charles, we, we, Anya and I, we don't like Negronis. No. 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 I love no. Negronis. I like this, but I don't, I know. <laughs> I'm, I don't think it would even turn me on to a Negroni. But <laughs> at the moment, I am obsessed with, I had some Seville, this is going to sound a bizarre story. I had some Seville oranges, which I was going to make par marmalade out mm. of. 
you know, proper Paddington style. <laughs> but then I was so busy, I couldn't make the marmalade and the oranges, I needed to do something with them. So I juiced them and I've made them into like a Seville orange syrup. And I've been mm. obsessed. I've made them into little ice cubes. I've been obsessed with mixing them with gin to make a, like a little, I don't know what and cocktail you're judging you kind of my <laughs> yeah. this, Well, to be honest. I think this would work really well with it. If you have the orange juice and you've made it into a syrup with some sweetness and you're putting it with gin, if you then added soda water or something, you've basically got an orange Tom Collins type of yeah, situation yeah. going on. Oh, there Sounds you good. go. I knew it was a real thing. So you're not off I the knew park. it was a yeah. real thing. Oh, yeah. Charles, how are you feeling about the pangolin gin? Are you a fan? I think so. I think, you know, I wouldn't have a lot of it on an empty stomach. It's really yeah. good gin. Um, yeah. And obviously just getting back from work and having this. It's really great. And having a conversation is good. So, you know, it's the kind of thing you want to have, you know, over a couple of minutes, hours maybe, and just chill and not just gulp it, which is like, oh, gin's right. But this is, you know, this is good. It's mm-hmm. it's good sippable gin. Yeah. Navy strands demand a bit more respect, I guess, mm. as gins as well because of that ABV. Mm. They they don't yeah. want you to just chug it. They demand you sit and take a bit of time. Maybe get to know them a little bit. <laughs> but I will say I have had a bad day, so I'm not too bothered about getting to know them. I will no. just drink it. <laughs> <laughs> Salvageable by the gin. <laughs> <laughs> While we're talking about cocktails and mixing, Navy Strength gins I have found are excellent in any cocktail that involves cream. So any of your Alexanders. But no, but no. no, You don't like a brandy Alexander? No. I don't like no cream. No, no. Something that fits. Emma, I'm mildly dairy intolerant. You want to give a mildly dairy intolerant person (laughs) a cocktail with cream in? All of the other listeners, all of the other (laughs) listeners out there who might, you know, be up for it, do it. It's great. So the Brandy Alexander cream brandy, actually the original was gin. It's got just an Alexander. Really, really good with a Navy Strength gin. Um, I think that would be absolutely delightful, actually, with uh, with the citrusy notes as well. Really fresh. Okay, so describe to me this Alexander because all I can think of is Bailey's. You know, that's <laughs> when I think of anything with cream, I'm like Bailey's. Oh, Bailey's, Blech. yeah. So, what's the point of cream in a cocktail? Because cream is delicious. So, whether it's in a white Russian or floated on top of your Irish coffee or something like that, it's just, it works really well. And I'm yeah. a fan. It, and I mean, the, the Alexander as well. So, it complines your booze, whether it's cognac in the brandy alexander or uh, gin in the normal alexander with creme de cacao and cream so you've got those chocolatey notes as well and then the cream notes um it just works beautifully it's a different style of cocktail okay. it's not a you know chugging back it is a sitting and sipping maybe in winter next to a fire probably the perfect time of okay. year to be talking about this when isn't you're it? hungry <laughs> <laughs> after dinner when, when you're hungry and you need something a little bit more filling maybe or after dinner is your dessert good start liquid dessert yeah. is excellent which you know yeah because saying that i do love when you've got like cream on a fruit cock- fruit cocktail fruit salad type yeah. thing mm. fruit cocktail but fruit salad which has got like alcohol in the syrup that's kind of similar i reckon might be able to have a go at this one i mean it's really easy as well it's one part one part one part so equal parts all together okay. delicious okay Okay. Well, okay. I remain unconvinced, but Emma, it was lovely to see you. <laughs> we will put a watching brief on this. Maybe we can drink one next time we see each other. 
no thank you <laughs> yeah i have a feeling i might just drink the rest of the bottle in a and t because it is so good it's a beautiful gin and tonic gin mm. done really well mm. yeah what do you reckon charles are you gonna go for the creamy liqueur type <laughs> thing what do you call it cocktail or just straight gin gin tonic if i can you know put up the work uh, yeah i can you know have a have a cream of gin but yeah gin and tonic is easy right it's like dare, dare, <laughs> exactly there you go but i mean if somebody <laughs> makes it why not <laughs> <laughs> i like that answer. oh well there you go emma there we go I mean, that is the point yeah. that is why cocktail bars continue to exist in the world and make us all very happy because we can walk in and they do all the work for us so hooray for the cocktail bars so true, so true. Yeah. maybe next time do, do, do you reckon i could walk into a random bar maybe you know, a couple of bars in London and ask for pangolin gin and they would have it. I Ooh. think it's a bit of a niche. So there would be some, maybe. Um, some, some of the ones with larger gin collections might mm. be more likely to have it. So somewhere like the Hoban Dining Rooms, uh, who have a huge gin collection, mm-hmm. but they've actually run out of room. So they're now actually working out what stays and what goes and changing some up. Um, I think they're probably the biggest gin collection at the moment and the most likely to have it. We need to get pangolin gin to a lot of this cocktail shops. I know, stuff, right? right? It is yeah. really lovely. Yeah. First time I've tried it. We could it. start a campaign. All four of us can just start <laughs> campaigning for more pangolin gin. <laughs> we'll be branded as alcoholics before we win. <laughs> I was going to say, if, if you go and talk at conferences, you just have to make it your rider now, right? I'm, I'll only come and talk yeah. if you get me pangolin gin. <laughs> There you no, go. It's, it's Charles sponsored by yeah. sponsored by Pangolin Gin. That's a better way to put it, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, really nice packaging as well. You know, it's the kind of thing you just almost want to buy and not drink, which is offensive to the gin, obviously. Or maybe like, <laughs> you know, drink and not throw away the bottle. That kind of thing, and just mm. keep it around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I think that's the right mm-hmm. way. Buy, drink, keep the bottle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Consume the gin. Always. It's meant to be trapped. Got to fulfil its ginny destiny, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Love it. Thank you, Emma. We will let you enjoy the rest of your pangolin gin. Thank you very much. We will see you next week Thank for you. another. Thank you very much. Take care, Emma. Bye-bye. See you then. But maybe not with cream. <laughs> no. Cheers. <laughs> Bye. So that's the gin. It was a good gin or a terrible gin. (laughs) (laughs) Depending on the episode. (laughs) But at least we've tasted it. We know what it is. We know what's in it. Mm -hmm. We know whether we like it or we don't. And that was Tuesday. And that's Tuesday. But join us again on Friday because we will be drinking more of that gin with our guest and we'll be talking about their topic. Sarah, where can people find us? They can find us on all of the social social media at Topic Gin. Lovely. And you can follow Emma at Gin Monkey UK on Instagram too. And so we've got tasting notes on there. We'll be introducing our guest on there later this week. And then find the episode on Friday at five on wherever you get your podcasts like this one. See you then. Cheers. See you then. Cheers.